This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today we're talking about something I believe all entrepreneurs need to get serious about if they haven't already. We're talking about passive income and why. Why is passive income important? Well, because it allows you to have financial independence. It allows you to change your life. It allows you to have security beyond the nine to five paycheck and the pension that you might be offered somewhere else. And today I'm joined by a new friend of mine, Cody Berman, who really is very passionate about financial independence. In fact, his podcast, the FI, the FI show is all about that. Uh, And I know, Cody, that you have a number of streams that you want to really help my audience understand today a great and easy way to get started on this. So welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you, your background and and who you're serving and helping right now. Yeah. So I'll give a very quick background of kind of how I got introduced to the space and passive income and all the exciting stuff we're going to be talking about today. When I was 19 years old, and again, I was really fortunate to get this information so early. I was 19, sophomore in college, and my mom handed me the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And at that point, I was gunning for Wall Street. I wanted to be a rich investment banker. I wanted to drive the Lambo and get the mansion, all that stuff. And I thought it was just working hard, grinding, 100-hour weeks, you know, the whole jazz. The thing that they tell you is success. But Tim Ferriss showed me this whole new path. He talked about side hustles and muses and passive income. And it was at that point I realized... Your time and your money don't have to be linearly related. Instead, you can spend time building these passive income streams like digital products, like real estate, like all these different sorts of things that we have at our fingertips in this technological age. And instead of you know working 40 hours for a paycheck, you could instead spend your time building up these income streams that pay you kind of in perpetuity with little to no maintenance. So mm-hmm. at that point, I knew I was hooked and you know, we can kind of take it anywhere from there. But I've tried like every business under the sun trying to get this, you know, holy grail of passive income. And when you have passive income in your business, it not just in your business, but the fact that it's rolling into your bank account, it really does give you so much freedom in the rest of your life. What's that meant for you then? From that that ambition to be the guy on Wall Street, potentially willing to do 10 to 15 years hustling 100 hours a week to where you are now, what's that enabled for you? Well, even that first $50 of passive income, doing something where you're not going to a job, you're not like putting in the work and getting money, whether that's affiliate income from a blog or a podcast, whether that's you know YouTube ad revenue, whether that's selling a digital product on somewhere like Etsy or Shopify or Maybe it is an investment property. Maybe you know, you're know you buying it and you're just kind of seeing the rent checks roll in. It's life-changing. I mean, you're literally making money while you're sleeping at that point. And if you can kind of build that up to your expenses or exceeding your expenses, that's financial independence in a nutshell. I mean, it, people overcomplicate personal finance and you hear all these gurus, you have to save up you know, $5 million if you go to a financial advisor. But the truth is, I mean, the easy, simple math that everyone can understand, once you get those passive income streams to exceed your monthly expenses, you no longer have to work. Work is a choice at that point, which is just such a powerful concept. Mm. And I feel quite envious that you've fallen into that knowledge at the age of 19, because actually I think that if the younger generation were all told that now, then the world would be a very different place. So tell us a little bit about the streams that you have in your business that 
you think other people should seriously be considering? So the big three that I talk about typically are digital products, number one. And I lead with that because it is probably the easiest. It's probably the one where you don't really need any money to get started. You just need a little bit of time and a little bit of persistence. Then real estate is another big one that I talk about. But real estate, you typically need more capital or you need to network and have know someone that has capital and then investing as well. And you won't see huge returns until you start to kind of have a bigger nest egg that you're actually having those investments. So with the first one, digital products. If you create a product on, you know, you can create a product on Canva, like an ebook or a one pager or whatever, even if you're selling it for five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, and then you go and post that on Etsy, or you go and post that on Shopify, or maybe you build your own website and you sell it through the WooCommerce plugin. That thing is a digital product. It's selling itself. You're not dealing with inventory. You're not dealing with packaging and shipping. As long as you're doing some kind of marketing, like maybe you're getting people into your ecosystem through social media, or maybe you're running ads, or maybe you're having affiliates promote that product. That is passive income. You're not doing anything after you've created that product once, or maybe very little maintenance, if you see that there's an issue or something needs to be updated, but it's very, very little maintenance at that point. So that is usually where I tell people to get started. Like that's an, that's a really easy way to kind of get your foot in the water and get the taste of what it feels like to wake up in the morning and have like a notification. You made 20 bucks last night. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So the first thing that I created, the first thing I was getting passive income off once I was doing this business, I had royalties already from lots of audiobook projects that I'd worked on that I will be paid for years and years and years to come every time someone listens. But the first thing I consciously created when I realized that I was tired of working per hour or per finished hour was actually a, med- a series of meditations. And they probably in total took me two hours of my time to record, edit, upload. I make money off them every single month, nearly five years later for two hours work. And that rolls into my PayPal or my Stripe. And those meditations are in so many different places. I just found ways that other people could sell them for me. And I've done for those particular digital products, because that's what they are. I don't have to do the marketing or the legwork. Now I could, I could go and do that and I would get a lot more revenue from those. Uh, And if ever I needed to, then I could push those activities. So one of the things I know that you really encourage people to think about is the market of printables. Talk to me about that. So basically printables, and we'll kind of use printables as an umbrella and bundle digital downloads under those as well, because you hear the word printable and you're like, well, most people, I mean, I don't know what percentage of people have printers or actually print stuff up (laughs) nowadays. I don't typically. Anything that I'm mentioning though, that you're thinking printable, this can be digitized. So think of a planner, it can be a digital planner. Think of a sticker, it can be a digital sticker. Think of an invitation, digital invitation. These are printables in a nutshell. It's things that customers are going on. They might need a cool birthday invitation. They don't want to go to their local store. They don't want to go to Walmart to get the thing. They want to support a local seller. So they go on Etsy, they type in, you know, first birthday invitation, and you've created one of those. They go and purchase your product. You've already created the product. You already did the legwork. And yeah, that, that's printables in a nutshell. And just to give you an idea in terms of revenue, I know you just mentioned those meditations. It seems like you're just crushing it with those, Anna. Mm-hmm. I created a Valentine's Day product a couple of years ago. And that's another big thing. I can talk about that. But seasonality is a huge thing on Etsy and on other platforms. If you're not sure exactly what to sell, just think of the next upcoming holiday and think of a product you can create. So I created a bunch of products for Valentine's Day. This product to date has earned me over $3,000 from maybe an hour and a half of work. And just, I mean, I'm not a graphic designer. I don't have any graphic design background. I don't have an eye for design. I don't think I just kind of threw together something that I thought looked good. I actually gave these 
it was coupons to my girlfriend. They were like love coupons. She loved them. I put them on Etsy and yeah, they've made me over $3,000. And that's just like one example of a digital product that anybody could do that. Anybody can go and, you know, watch some tutorials, learn about how to create on Canva or Illustrator or any of these programs. Then you go and list the product in your Etsy shop or wherever. And it's passive income at that point. It's not life-changing. Like it might be $20 a month, $50 a month for your first couple of products, but you start to stack that up and you start to get a hundred products in your shop. Now you're talking about five grand a month, 10 grand a month. That's like quit your job money. I no longer have to work for money, money. So it's exciting stuff. So on something like Etsy then, how much marketing and promotion do you have to do yourself? That's the cool thing about Etsy is it's like an Amazon. So Etsy does take fees. It's not a lot of fees. I think they take a 5% sales fee and cost 20 cents to list a product. But similar to Amazon, they just have a huge customer base that's looking to buy the stuff. So unlike if you or I, Anna, were to you know start a website and try to sell some random printables and no one has ever heard of this website before, we don't have any domain authority, we don't have people trafficking that website, Etsy has 90 million people looking for fun products to buy. They're looking for the thing that you're creating. So with a little bit of keyword research and learning a bit about SEO, search engine optimization, you can create products that are already being searched for. So you already have a pool of people that are interested without doing any of the marketing yourself. So that's a great question. We get that a lot. Do I need a social media presence? Do I need an email list? No, Etsy does that for you. Tell me about the products that you've been really surprised have then gone on to sell. The ones that you think, I'm not sure. And then that it's had it's had a runaway success. So one that it was just an interesting story. I sold editable letters from Santa in my shop. So basically, you know, someone, I think they're I like five bucks. thought you said bucks. edible, but you said editable. No, 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 no. <laughs> editable. Throw the extra syllable in there. <laughs> so editable letters from Santa in my shop. And they weren't selling too, too much up till Christmas. And then on Christmas morning, I had like 25 orders of this one product, like last minute parents who just wanted to get that letter from Santa down on their kitchen table or wherever. It was hilarious, but I ended up making like a couple hundred dollars that day from that one product that I created Mm -hmm. that it wasn't a smashing success up till then, but it was just a product that was in demand. I went for it and, you know, I made other products that maybe didn't do so well, but it's kind of a numbers game. It's just like you keep on creating, keep on creating. And I'm sure no matter what space you're in, and I'm sure you've kind of come across this problem, not everything that you try, not everything that you create is going to be successful. So I do want to preface that you're not just going to create five printables and they're all going to sell thousands of dollars. That, that's not how it happens, but that's how it happens with anything. You're going to just like fire enough shots where finally you'll hit the bullseye with something to make a bunch of money. I completely agree with that. Cody and I were talking off air. I'm sorry, listeners. It, we always say this, some of the best stuff happens before we hit record. We were both <laughs> saying that we're both such creators. We've always got new ideas. And one of both of us find that our challenge is, is seeing the ideas through to give them enough time to really grow. And and like you're you're right, you do have to keep trying and keep keep testing. So I've been really open with my audience that we tested a fairly major new arm to the business last year, and a lot of investment, a lot of uh, a lot of time, a lot of energy. And whilst we got it working on paper, it was hard, and it was not something. And we got our timing wrong as well, and. And I'm, I think it's important because as a result of doing that, I've learned so much more about where I do want to put my energy and how I do want to feel about the money that comes to us and how, you know, whether that's easy or hard. So you then, you support people in learning how to do this for themselves. What do you think then is, is the, the thing that you wish you had understood at the beginning of that journey into creating product in that way? I think keyword research is huge. And 
it's something that a lot of people, 95% of people who are selling on any platform don't utilize enough. Whether this is people you know, writing blog articles or creating podcasts or YouTube videos or Etsy products, you have to put in that work to figure out what products are in demand and if there is a lot of competition or low competition. So we call them unicorns, the products that have a ton of demand, a ton of search volume, and not that many people are selling them. So I didn't know any of that. I didn't know which tools to use. I had really no idea. I was just kind of creating stuff that I thought was cool. And unfortunately, that's not the best business plan. So if I could go back in time, I would just start with the keyword research and create products with you know the high demand, low competition, if I could find them. See, we do a lot of this for podcasts. So tell me what your sneaky SEO tools are. What do you like to use to do this? So there is this platform specific to Etsy called E-Rank, and we actually cover a lot of that. I know you mentioned we support people. We have a course where we like teach a ton of this stuff. E-Rank is a really helpful tool, and it's specific to Etsy. Again, they're pulling from the Etsy algorithm, like the search volume and mm. competitive research and other people's shops. And there's there's just so much stuff in there. Also, there's like Google Trends, Pinterest Trends, uh, Uber Suggest. These are all free ones I'm trying to Do you use Pinterest a lot in your business? Yeah. So Pinterest is great for idea generation and marketing. Yeah. Mm. So we joke that Pinterest and Etsy go together like peanut butter and jelly because a lot of the people on Pinterest searching for solutions to their problem or, mm. you know, they're typing in first birthday ideas, going back to that first birthday card I mentioned, they're typing in first birthday card on Pinterest for ideas. Then they see this awesome looking first birthday card. They click through, boom, they're in your Etsy shop and they're buying the product. So mm. yeah, we use Pinterest for marketing and also just idea generation and seeing what looks good and what other people are selling. Mm, fascinating. We we use SEMrush quite a lot for our SEO to get to grips with things, all sorts of tools. I don't, I'm not always the one doing it, so I can't remember all of the <laughs> other ones we use, but there are so many great tools now for SEO. And the more you get into that field, the more you get into that research, you realize that that's what needs to be happening with all of your all of your content, you've got to think about those keywords coming up in the episode titles that you create or the or the blog title or the, or the subheadings on a blog because otherwise you're creating content and not maximizing the opportunities for it. So then we talked at the beginning about how you've got all these different income streams. What then has this meant for your life and and what drives you to get this message out to people even more? Well, as crazy as it sounds and not trying to brag by saying this, but earlier this year, I hit financial independence at 25. I'm 25 years old right now. I never have to work a day in my life. I can work from wherever I want, when I want, where I want, with who I want. It's honestly mind-blowing. And again, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to tell people that this is possible. And this all started from that seed when I was 19, just trying to start all these different businesses and starting with the $50 a month in passive income. And eventually that becomes a thousand and five thousand and ten thousand and twenty thousand. Like there's no ceiling once you kind of think in this way that every single minute you're spending, every single dollar you're spending, if you can put that towards some kind of passive income vehicle, something where this isn't going to end, like it's going to be perpetual. It's a perpetual money machine. If you focus your thinking and start to do that, and that's why, again, I lead with digital products, because it's a lot easier than going to tell someone to buy a house or tell someone to go invest $50,000 in the stock market. Those things are, it's kind of a big leap for a lot of people if you don't have the time and the resources or the money. But once you get that first taste of passive income and realize that you can truly disconnect your time from your money, it's it's been life-changing for me personally. And that's why I'm so inspired to teach other people how to do this. Even if it's not at the same scale or at the same speed, I have people are like, hey, Cody, I'm 40. I'm just getting started out. That's fine. Like Again, my timeline was six years, which is yeah. an accelerated timeline because I'm super motivated. But 
hey, 46, if you start at 40, that's a hell of an early retirement as well. And if you start thinking about passive income, you probably have a lot more resources than someone like me who was in college and didn't have two pennies to grind together and was just trying to make things work bootstrap. What you've achieved, Cody, is incredible. And what I want to wrap, sort of bring you back to is at the beginning, you said you were inspired by the four-hour work week, which I think you're about the fourth person this week who said that to me in somewhere. I, I guess I meant to go back and read it. But in truth... In those early days of that six years of discovering passive income is possible, how many hours were you working then? And how many hours do you think you work now? Oh my gosh, I was working because I was in school as well. So I was doing college full time. I was definitely putting in like 16 to 18 hour days every day, (laughs) which is sad to say, I probably wouldn't go as hard now if I could rewind the clock and maybe work smarter, not harder. But I was just, again, I was trying everything. I was doing every side hustle I could possibly get my hands on. I was starting all these different companies. Many of them have failed. Many of the side hustles I'm not doing anymore, but I know you talked about this and we both agreed on this earlier. It's seriously a numbers numbers game. Like you're not going to have the golden ticket the first try. You're mm. going to have to try stuff. You're going to have to get used to failing using failure as kind of a step stool rather than something that just slaps you to the ground. So yeah, uh, nowadays to answer the second part of your question, it really depends. So I can just take a week off, but sometimes I'll get really invigorated by a project. I know yeah. you said the best stuff happens off air. We were talking before, I struggle to find an off button. So when I get really excited about a new project, I'm like, oh, like here's a new passive income stream. Sometimes I'll get caught up and I'll be working 16 hours a day again, even though I don't have to. It's just like I get so wrapped up in it. And so I totally get that as well. You guys who (laughs) are listening rather than watching this, Cody's face absolutely lit up just at the idea of having something that made him feel really (laughs) alive and energized. I completely relate to that because once I've got an idea, I had an idea last week while we're mid-launching something else and it was all I could think about and I was just, you know, writing it down and just, and I had to keep reminding myself, Anna, you're in launch. You've got to focus on something else. But that for me is when I don't have that, when I don't have that spark, when I don't have that, fun and excitement, then it's time to change track because what are we doing it all for? What are we doing it all for? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on today, Cody. So what would you love my audience to know about in order to come and hook up with you a bit more? Yeah. Well, I can give everyone a free copy of my ebook. It's called The Seasonal Product Secret. I kind of alluded to this during the entire episode. The reason I was so successful when I first started was because I just started chasing these seasonal products. So we usually sell this, but I'll give it to you guys for free. You can grab that at goldcityventures.com slash ebook, and you'll be able to download it for free. So it's a great place to get started. It'll teach you about you know different product ideas, how you can at least start to get the basis of selling on Etsy. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into it to become like a super seller and start to quit your job money. But but like I said, getting that first $5 of passive income, life-changing. So goldcityventures.com slash ebook. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on today. That's Cody Berman. I hope that this has left you energized and inspired about creating some things that give you passive income because it makes such a difference to your financial freedom. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've loved this episode, go over and check out Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, my brand new-ish show that is all about how you use this space to get better results for you and your business. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.